0: We are back for the twentieth episode of Home at Advantage. I am Sam Herring, joined today by Jude Swisher. We're ready for um, another episode. We haven't we haven't done one of these in about a month. We've been we've been doing straight interviews for a while. So up to this is our thirty third episode in total.
1: Thirty third publication, twentieth uh, episode of Home at Advantage. It's the twentieth. 20th- anniversary of (laughs) uh sam how are you doing today i'm doing just fine how about you man it's uh it's cold in my house and i'm cutting weight and i and i feel awesome (laughs) so everything's great
0: it is the first day of college wrestling
1: um and the first day of november
0: yeah you get that too uh but (laughs) i don't really care about november i care about Wrestling, but anyway, uh, I'm I'm super excited for college wrestling today. We have some some great duels uh, right now going on is Wisconsin versus Fresno State at the time we're we're recording and uh, and yeah, so we got a couple more matches coming up here soon. I'm really really excited to be watching.
1: Yeah, uh, hey, f- remind our listeners, uh, please follow our Instagram and our Twitter. You know, it's at hma wrestling dot or at hma wrestling. That's it. Um, And then our email is hmatadvantage at gmail.com. You can send us emails. You can, I don't, yeah, send us emails. That's what you do with an email account. Um, Also, go check out our website, which is www.hmatwrestling.com. We post articles and we have uh, people who, who write for us and you can read their articles on there. It's very, very cool.
0: Our most recent is um, is called "The Rise." Dom Deputy wrote an article for about him joining Wrestling Recess. Um, go go check that out. We've been doing a lot of fine tuning to our thing. We've added a a Twitter feed under our website and then a contact us page. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm super pumped about what we can do with this website, and and I hope you guys are helping us out, checking us out, and uh, and sharing with your friends.
1: Yeah, it's it means a whole lot, guys. All right, you guys are. Some of the best fans that we could ever ask for. We get so much support, and um, you guys are really great. I really, really appreciate it. So, Sam, we got some things we need to talk about. Uh, primarily, you know, it's the college season. It's first day. Uh, people are wrestling. Seth Gross is wrestling. Uh, In about a match. What? Like, He's up next, I believe. This soon. So close.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching. If I sound distracted, that's because I'm watching soccer. <laughs> but
1: oh uh, man, S- Sam, who are you the most excited for to like to see this college season?
0: This college season, you know, uh, right off the bat, when you said that, I thought Michael Kemmer um, because yeah. I've been super high on him, super high on him recently, and I think he's gonna be really good. Another guy, Bula Wallen, who hasn't been able to compete mm-hmm. um, because of injuries. And then uh, Jojo Aragona is a true freshman. I think he's going to be starting for Rutgers, and I think he's really going to show out. So yeah. I'm really I'm ex- excited for those guys.
1: I'm excited to see uh, uh, Anthony Echemendia. Mm-hmm. You yes, know, I- after I- after, after what a few wrestles. If he wrestles, but like you know, we saw this summer the just the the amount of domination that he had at at Fargo, and then at who's number one. It's uh. It's only it only makes you look to the future for it's this kid. He's gonna be pretty darn good.
0: And um, we have no the scary thing is we have no idea how good he really is because uh-huh. he came in dominated Fargo with some stacked brackets, including uh, number one Victor Voinovich. He teched um, and then came in and tech Josh Saunders insanely easily. Um, so I'm honestly a little worried. because who knows he could literally be world caliber and uh be able to beat jordan burroughs this microphone stand does not um yeah are you all right there (laughs) it's a little weird for you guys listening on uh itunes or something sorry this is terrible radio but so that's that's a good reason to watch on youtube you can see my microphone
1: fall (laughs) (laughs) yeah go follow go go look at our youtube man we post the video clips of our uh of our episode we also you know have a, some. Uh, we're going to get some more content rolling on there shortly.
0: Got some interviews from uh, Who's Number One up on there. And IGTV,
1: too. Instagram. So. Television. Yeah. Um, so, who, are, who else? What team are you the most excited to see? Um, Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah. because it's their second
0: year. Um. Also, because I'm watching them wrestle right. right now. Yeah. But uh, Seth Gross is up 2-0, update. Um. Anyway, I think Chris Bono's second year, he's really starting to, to settle in settle in there, and he's making a difference to to the Wisconsin wrestling culture. Um, mm-hmm. I'm super excited to watch them wrestle. Uh, what,
1: were, what were they ranked last year? What did they finish the NCAA season at?
0: I don't know. Let me let me look that up real quick. Cause they're
1: coming in at like third, fourth.
0: Oh, they're coming. They're they're fourth right now. Yeah, okay, fourth. F- so, flow, so I
1: think. I think they were, you know, outside the top ten. And uh, now they're coming in fourth because they got a really great recruiting class, and they have Seth Gross transferring, and uh, it just looks good. What's the, what's the word, Sam?
0: I'm looking it up. Um, I'm not a great researcher, but I'm trying.
1: Mm-hmm. He tries his best. I do. Um, the team that I would say I'm the most excited for to see, aside from. Penn State, of course. I'm always excited to watch them wrestle. Right. right. Um let's see. Uh I'm excited to see um, you and I. I'm excited to see you and I. I'm excited to see Iowa states. Um They're so two, they're definitely exciting. Uh, two, Iowa State, so. yeah, two Iowa teams. And uh But you're leaving out Iowa. So uh, you know what? Okay. I'm excited for every team in Iowa. I'm excited <laughs> to see them, excited to see how they do. Um see how exciting of a team race this can be. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a really good season.
0: Wisconsin got twenty first last year.
1: Yeah. So they're going <laughs> they're moving. 20, up they, yeah. See so they got Let's see what
0: they got in twenty eighteen.
1: Mm. Um so yeah, so we got Duels going on. We got tournaments coming up. Uh, wait, real quick, Sam, is it tour tournament or tournament?
0: Um, okay, you're a southern boy like me. It's tournament. If you're a northern boy like you, it's a tournament. A tournament.
1: Say tor- tournament. 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 That's a tournament. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's very exciting. College season is upon us. You know, Flow Wrestling's been talking about it for the past month but you know now it's finally here um and hopefully we will be able to you know come out with content and and stuff like that i uh will be going to penn state matches i got a press pass and um so if you want to come say hi i will be to there at all the penn state matches the first one is november 10th which is you know nine or ten days depends on how you think about it um against navy and it's going to be at rec hall and so i'm very i'm so excited it's a great time
0: It's a great time to be a wrestling fan especially especially for wrestling fans Mm -hmm.
1: so what else happened this past week was uh u23 worlds you know we we had our some of our guys who were you know right there at the senior level go in um and do really well at the u23 the the biggest story i think Actually, what do you think the biggest story is? I think the biggest story is Bo Nickel.
0: I wouldn't be – yeah, I, I could go along with that for sure. He um, beat
1: – you know, he beat the previous U23 world champ, and he beats – didn't he? Uh, and he beats um, – Didn't he tech him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he teched him. He beats the – uh, what's it called? I'm sorry. My family's coming in and out of the room, and I'm a little – <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Uh, he beat the 2018 Russia representative, if I, I I, knew that correctly. He beat a junior world champ. Um, he had a pretty darn tough road and came out on top. It really wasn't challenged the entire time. Um, let's see. Daniel Kirkfilly – or Gregory Kirkfly, Why did I say Daniel? Kirkfilly got cheated. His name is Daniel. Daniel
0: Gregory Kirkville. yeah, his middle name's Gregory. What? So he shortened his middle name. huh the Guy didn't like to stick with his normal names. okay.
1: I guess you know Daniel Gregory got he got cheated the the rest didn't follow procedure and um and Kirkville ended up taking fifth. and then Macy Kilty made a world final so, again
0: again. She she does not stop making world finals.
1: I mean, you gotta. You got to look at the our performance at U23s um and be encouraged. I mean, you know, we got we got medals and we got um, guys going deep in the brackets and we have um pe- like everyone wrestled very very well. Uh, did you see Jay Nyerman's cradle? I did. Um, and I saw his bladele. That so that he's, dude, he's he's insane. mean. He's a little mean. Um But, you know, it's only encouraging, and, you know.
0: Kayla Miracle's in the World Finals, too. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Is she wrestling today?
0: I think so. I I think she's wrestling later this morning. Um, And then Maya Nelson is, uh, she was the girl that wrestled Tim Ryan Stock at Mm -hmm. Final X. Um, She was, she's pulled into repishage at 65 kilos, so, um. Hopefully she'll be able to take bronze.
1: Nice, nice. Are you 23 teams doing pretty well? Sam, give us a Seth up, Seth Gross update.
0: Um, so last I checked, the other, he had the other dude on his back, winning 5-0. Um, oh, still on his back, and that's oh. a pin, It's a pinfall.
1: Nice. Seth Gross is back. Second period. Oh, this, this is a good segue. So, uh, if you guys didn't know. Uh, WrestleStat, which is uh, basically the website for finding statistics on wrestlers, both, you know, current and uh, previous wrestlers, they have their first uh, fantasy college wrestling leagues, uh, or we made our first league. So we made two home at advantage leagues. Sam made a, uh, a dream team league. Um, Sam, how many leagues are you in?
0: Uh I'm in 3 wrestling stat leagues and then another one.
1: Man. That's awesome. Yeah, um,
0: I'm I'm a leaguer.
1: So, you know, fantasy wrestling drafts. And yesterday we had um our first league was drafted. Uh I'm not going to lie. I think team Jude Swisher is going to run away with it. Uh it <laughs> looks Yeah, sure. I'm very I'm very happy with my team. Um But you know, just you guys should really go check it out. It's a lot of fun to do with your friends. We opened it up to our fans, and we're gonna have fun getting to know some of you guys, and and hopefully just demolishing you at uh, at fantasy wrestling. So, Sam, oh, yeah. you wanna Sam, you wanna read us our uh, your team? Sure. Um, Jude's
0: talking a bunch of trash, but um, don't get confused. I'm gonna win this thing. Um, I bet a lot on on red shirts wrestling. Um, yeah. Or, or at least. <laughs> Yeah. I I bet a lot on that. I have four redshirt freshmen on my team, uh which is kind of scary. That's anyway, tough. um 25 Patrick Glory, 33 is RBY, 41 Tristan Moran, 49 Yaya Thomas, 57 Will Luan, 65 redshirt freshman Carson Karchla, and then um 74 Anthony Valencia, 84 Nino Bonacorsi. Ninety seven Kyle Connell and two eighty five Anthony Cassar. Wow. And then um behind RBY I have Joey Silva, the Bulldog. Um then one forty one behind uh Tristan Moran is Gabe Tag, although I feel like he's gonna go um a red shirt. He's he's gonna go thirty three. Yeah, he's a red shirt. Um and then this is something I bet on. I bet on I got Nick Soriano and I put him. I'm keeping him on my bench, but I really think he's gonna pull his red shirt. Um, and so it was like my last pick, number mm-hmm. three. Nick Soriano was last pick. Um, and I think he's gonna pull his red shirt for next semester. But so let whatever. me
1: get this straight. At 133, you have RBY as your starter, and then in the bench you have Soriano and who else? Uh,
0: Joey Silva. But I'm I'm using Joey Silva as a uh, floater, which means points will be awarded for matches that occur at any weight. Mm. So I think he has a chance of going 41. So I put him as a floater, and then Suriano's on my bench. What I'll do if Suriano pulls his red shirt is I'll switch him with Silva. So I'm getting points from uh, RBY and Suriano.
1: Mm. Nice. Nice. All right. So my draft team... It's that looking pretty finished. spicy. Oh, you haven't finished? Oh, did you know no, I
0: still, I still have two guys. Oh, I'm so two sorry, benches. Sam.
1: It's okay. Uh, please forgive me. It's Go right. on. I'm listening. All
0: right. So my backup 65 behind Karchla, which he probably will end up being the starter if Karchla red shirts. But you know what? I think, I mean, he won the wrestle off. I think he has a good chance of not red shirting. Uh, Is Drew Nicholson from Chattanooga. He wrestled for my high school Christian brothers. So I, I pulled nice. him. And then um, another redshirt freshman at 149, Jace Luchow, um, at Fresno State. It's behind Yaya Thomas. That's so awesome. It's an all right team. Let's hear what I you think, got.
1: So my team, I find it pretty spicy. It's pretty spicy. So, And I made some addition, uh, some changes to it, Sam, that you did not know.
0: Or did I?
1: I don't know. Maybe. So at 125, I have number six, Rayvon Foley. Um, at 133, I have number one, Seth Gross. Uh, 141... Cause you got
0: number one, because I'm a nice commissioner.
1: Yeah, I, I got the first pick of the draft. It was pretty cool. 141, I have a new addition. I traded, uh, my previous 141 for Grant Leith. Who was uh, your previous? My previous one was Mitch, uh, Mitch Moore.
0: How did you how did you do that trade?
1: It was the um, the free agency. And so what you do is oh, if yeah. you go through the free agents. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and Grant, um, he was the yeah. highest ranked wrestler at 141. So I was like, I'll just snatch that up. And so those changes will go into effect week two. Right. So I have Grant Leith at 141. At 149, I have Sammy Sasso. 157, I have Ryan Deacon. 165, Kennedy Monday, 174, Mikey Labriola, 184, Louis Dupre, 197, Josh Hokett, who could win a Heisman. And yeah. um and at 285, right now I have AJ Neville's, but if he comes out of uh red shirts, I have Greg Kirkfillet. Daniel. Daniel sure. Gregory. Um Danny. Daniel's Son. So, in my bench, um, and this will depend if they come out of red shirt or, in one case, if even wrestles for a college this year. So, my floaters, I have uh, number 31, Brody Teske uh, at Penn State. And at 197, I have number 11, J. who is very good. Um, and then I also have A.J. Nevels um, in the event that Greg does not start. Uh, I have... The homie, my good friend, Baylor Shunk, wrestled for M2 with me. Uh, now he's at Penn State. He's my man. Um, and then my, my quite possibly one of my favorite picks here uh, is number 163, Anthony Echemendia. Um, I got him for 141. I snatched him up. Nobody, nobody was anticipating it. <laughs> um, you know. It depends if he's going to wrestle this year. If he wrestles he this year. Are you sure, Sam?
0: No, I'm not sure. I have no idea. But, yeah, exactly. I mean, I have that's an why idea. I have him. Because you don't know? He literally was taking visits to Ohio State. We don't even know if he's going to college at Iowa State, let alone yeah. starting the season that is this year.
1: So, Anthony, this is literally the
0: first day of competition, and he's not at a college. So.
1: Listen, Tony, if you're, li- if you're listening, please just... Tony's name's Anthony please just wrestle some matches now this year. Like Dude. maybe all of them and then pin cool. everybody. Um, but listen, if I, if Anthony doesn't wrestle, I still have grants. I still have, um, I have Grant Leith at 141, which is a very, very good pick. Um, so, you know, my average, so, <laughs> so I got a lot of the guys in the top 10. Uh, and you got a lot of the guys in
0: the top 150
1: too. Yes, I did. I also got numbers uh, 126, 132, and 163. So I, I think have, my my average is all over the place. <laughs> I
0: have one. I have number 97, 150, 163, 174 on my team. Nice. Nice. Jace Lucio is
1: 174. Carsla is 150. Gabe Tag is 163. Um. So. Yeah. Man. But listen, like, th- huge shout out to everyone who came out. For our first league. Uh it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm very excited for it. Sam, do you wanna read us? Your so there's we have two leagues. And Jude backed and, out of the other one because he didn't want to lose to me twice. I don't and I don't want to do two leagues. But um Well Sam, you
0: are I, in my other league, so that's two leagues. I don't want to do I, three. uh my second team is fairly similar. I think it's better though. Um my 25 is Pat Glory again. 33 is Seth Gross. 41 is number 163, JoJo Aragona. Number, uh, my 149 is Bula Wallen, but I'm probably going to move Brayton Lee, who's my backup, ahead of Bula Wallen. I took two really good 49s. I I feel like Brayton Lee could be an NCAA finalist, also Mm -hmm. champ. I mean, he beat Sammy Sasso, but that was freestyle. It's going to be a little bit different with Sasso in a college room training, like, College rest so. does. Yeah. Um, but I still think that Brayton Lane has a lot of upside. Anyway, 57, number three from Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, Caleb Young. Um, 165 is Kennedy Monday uh, ahead of Travis Whitlake, who I think is going to be really good. Um, and then 174 is Anthony Valencia. 184 is... Nino Bonacorsi, 197, is Tanner Sloan, and 285 is Gable Stevenson. And then I did take Soriano again because I think he's a really good 15th pick. Um, uh-huh. Just because there is a possibility that he could come out of red shirt, and I think half a season for Nick Soriano is much better than any other a lot 15th of points. pick. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I also took Greg Greg Kirkfleet at 285, um, Dan, Danny Greggy. Um, and then also,
1: Grayson
0: uh, Grayson Walthall. He went to my high school too. He's a he's another um, Chattanooga guy. I think he's kind of in it in the fight for a lineup, so he could be earning me points too. Man, um, let's see, I have great. three. I have three heavyweights. That's awesome. Two of uh, them that are really good.
1: So guys, you know, those are the rundowns of our fantasy leagues or our fantasy teams. I don't. I don't know how interesting you guys find this, but if you want, we will provide you with weekly updates. Um, And, you know, it'll it'll be a good time. I'm excited to win. It's about time.
0: Yeah, you should be excited to win. But, I mean, some things you're excited for don't actually happen.
1: I I disagree.
0: You disagree that some things things you're excited for don't
1: actually happen? No, I disagree that I'm going to lose. Well, I never said you wouldn't lose. Okay, but you implied it.
0: I didn't buy it, but you can't disagree with an
1: implication. <laughs> yeah, you can.
0: You can't disagree with an implication.
1: I disagree. Okay. So there. <laughs> okay. So the last thing that we have to talk about is um our guy, Adam Gusky, he's at the defensive pin. He reached out to us about a month ago. Um and he sent us free copies of the Ultimate Weight Cutting Guide. Um, and so, Sam, I have a question for you. Do you ever have trouble cutting weight? How, how much weight have you ever cutted? Cutted. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm 13.
0: I'm fairly small. I have not cut a lot of weight. Uh, like, the most is 3 to 5 pounds. Um, so... I, I'm not a huge weight cutter, but I keep a fairly solid diet. Um, I drink a lot of water every day and so I, I, I don't cut a lot of weight, but then again, I am not blowing up and as heavy as I could be. Mm, um, right. but th- this guide is definitely very informative and, um, and how yeah. you should cut. I've also had a lot of good influences kind of teaching me how to do it, um, my mom is a physical therapist, and oh, nice. she is very involved with nutrition. So I'm, I've kind of have a lot of good influences in my life, yeah. uh, with with nutrition and and weight cutting and stuff like that. But yeah. I haven't had to do it much yet.
1: So you know, like for our current wrestlers out there, you know the struggle. Coach wants you to. Uh, he's maybe you don't make the starting lineup at the way you want it to go. And the options are either get big or get small. And, um, you know, getting small is difficult. And I say get big. (laughs) And I say get big. Um, Getting getting small is difficult. Cutting weight's a hard thing to do, you know. Our bodies don't want to do it. Especially, you know, you do one weight cut and then your body's like, I don't want to ever do that again. And then it starts storing fat. And so then the second one's harder than the first, you know. It's hard to train your body after a long summer. But, guys, this guide, it's the perfect thing. It tells you exactly what you need to do to, to, to lose weight. Um, you know, especially for those big preseason tournaments like uh, Super 32. People cut a lot of weight for that um, and stuff like that. I suggest every wrestler to read this this thing. It, it helps me out a whole lot. Um, I don't cut a ton of weight but i uh you know it's good to have something to read and something to um to help as like a guideline to for follow. Your, for, yeah to follow exactly um Sam what are your strategies for cutting weight
0: um well again i I don't cut much weight, so it, it's really it's not a it's not a thing that I do very often but from learning from other people hearing what they do and um and kind of just going off of that uh like I said I think drinking a gallon of water a day um uh, mm-hmm. is extremely healthy and it's what I try to do um every day um but a a gallon might be a little bit uh too little um for people that are bigger than me um so maybe Jude would have to drink a gallon and a half or some mm-hmm. One sixty pounder would drink two gallons. Um, yeah. But anyway, and then as you get closer to competition, like two days or three days before you cut it to half a gallon, two days before you cut it to a quarter of a gallon, one day before, quarter a gallon again, and then the last day you don't drink any water until after weigh-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing is don't not eat food the day of weigh-ins. Eat like a little bit of an egg or something, but I don't miss meals. Um, then, now they may be smaller meals. <laughs> They may be smaller meals, but you need some energy to burn and yeah. Um, yeah. When, when you're cutting weight. And then since you're drinking so much water, you have to, once you're getting close to your um, weigh-in, you have to cut out all salt because if you have salt, that'll retain the water. And then I go lots of protein and then no simple carbs. Right. So you have to have like a, um, fruits or vegetables, but you can't have too much of them leading up to weigh-ins. You kind of have to stick with the with the proteins like grilled chicken, hamburger, but what no salt, no no uh, simple carbs. So have no buns on your hamburger or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Um. For me, so I I don't I don't cut weight because I uh I don't believe it matters for my wrestling. You know, personally, I know that uh wherever I'm gonna step on the mat, whether it's at a heavyweight or a lighter weight, I'm going to, um, to 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 wrestle the same. I I believe in my my training and I believe that um, it doesn't matter how big the other guys are, that I can I can do it. So that's why for like a lot of these preseason, pre-season tournaments, my body is probably more suited to 120. I'm probably a 120 pounder. I don't have a lot of fat. Um, I'm kind of tall, but I don't have a lot of muscle, so. Um, I'm probably suited to that, but I didn't really want to cut weight. So for a lot of the preseason tournaments, I wrestled 25, 26, 28, um, and I was wrestling big dudes. Um, but for when you do cut weight, it's like everything Sam said is a hundred percent correct. I know that I personally, uh, drink over a gallon a day up leading up until it, um, and it helps you get on like a really regular like a peeing cycle and you're flushing the water out and you're flushing um, a lot of like, you know, bad things in your body, it it flushes it out. It makes you feel so much better. Like, I never realized how dehydrated I was all the time until I had to hyperhydrate all the time. Um, You know, I, I wake up, I drink a quart, you know, before 8.30 and then I drink another quart between 9:30 and 10:30 um and what works the best for me I know is when you wake up in the morning if you don't eat it makes you not be hungry I I know it sounds weird but um whenever you start eating that starts your digestive enzymes in your body and um and then it starts kind of like a timer until you need to eat more food you know, your body will slow, will continue to get hungry. So what if, what happens if you wake up in the morning and you distract yourself, you drink water, you drink maybe some coffee or something, but you're not like eating food, your body doesn't, it's not going to demand food, you know? Um, so I usually wait until sometime afternoon, um, before I eat my first meal of the day. And then I eat, you know, just like Sam said, it'll be, a some 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 protein, maybe some complex carbohydrates like some some vegetables or or whole wheat toast, things like that. Because you don't want to have um simple carbs in the body because that's what your body's going to um to, to hold on to. So that's staying away from all sugars, that's staying away from white bread and, and chips and, and unnecessary food that you're putting in your body. I eat a lot of eggs.
0: Um, sh- Yeah, I will call Jude sometimes, and he'll I'll be I'll be- him and he'll be like, "Oh, I'm just making an egg." Making an egg. Randomly, <laughs>
1: nighttime, he's eating eggs and stuff. I, don't I do. Switch. I I do love my eggs. There's a lot of ways to eat them. They're delicious, high in protein. Um, and so I eat that, and then I might have a little fruit or vegetable snack between then and, and dinner time. Um, and then at dinner before practice. I eat until I am not like full and not bloated, but like until I'm satisfied. So I'll eat a, you know, uh, a full, uh, a nice dinner so that I can go into practice and not be distracted and not be concerned about my weight, uh, but go and, and wrestle my hardest um, and, and get a good sweat in. Um, so that's really, that's, that's my strategy. I've, I'm slowly getting the summer fat off, you know, trying to, to get down to a reasonable weight class. Um, but you know, cutting weight is, it's a thing that's probably always going to be a part of wrestling. And it's going to be a thing that, um, that kids are going to resort to when they don't want to wrestle, when they don't believe that they can wrestle big guys. Um, and you know the truth is, and I think I probably have said this before, that if you uh, don't believe that you're gonna beat a guy simply because he's bigger than you, then you're then you've probably you've ruined the only chance you have. If you you know if you walk out on the mat and the dude's cut 15 pounds and you've cut nothing, or you're going up a weight class and you look at him, you're like, oh man, he's so big, I can't beat him. Then you're probably not gonna win that. That mentality is not going to help you. So the the most important thing is feeling good, feeling confident, stepping on the mat at whatever weight class and knowing that you're going to compete to the best of your ability. Um, and that weight doesn't really matter. So that's th- those are some thoughts on weight cutting for me, Jude Swisher. <laughs> you should write a book next time. Yeah, on how to cut weight and how not to – and why cutting weight doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, how to cut weight and don't why, – why to not cut weight. <laughs> how to cut weight and not to do it. Here, uh,
0: here's, here's how – um here's why you should not cut weight, and here's how you can cut weight. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of contradictory.
1: Yeah. yeah. Ryan Anderson. I don't know how much weight he cuts, but he doesn't eat the healthiest. Sam Herring. Why is Ryan Anderson wrestling D3?
0: Great question. I don't know. I thought he was going to Iowa State.
1: Yeah, wh- Ryan I, Anderson is one of the most talented high school wrestlers uh, ever.
0: My thoughts is his grades. Mm.
1: Hold on, I got sneeze.
0: Oh, stand by. <laughs> so- yeah, um, <laughs> I lost it. But anyway, uh, I think I think it's most likely his grades. Um, that's normally what happens when you're when you're that good and you don't wrestle in college. It's It's only because you can't handle the college academics. Um, But anyway.
1: So, guys, that's the ultimate weight cutting guide and Ryan Anderson check-in. Guys, please go check this out. We spent a lot of time on this, but the more that um, we can encourage healthy cutting weight and how to do it properly um, for all the wrestlers who are still out there, the better. Because everyone's got to do it, and it depends if you're going to do it with a good attitude, correctly, or a bad attitude, poorly. So, um, so I say, Sam, we go to some questions that were sent in by by our delightful listeners. What, what say you?
0: I'll I'll go along with that. It was a while back that they sent these questions, though. Yeah,
1: guys, uh, we apologize. Mason Gibson. Yeah, we apologize. So we thought we were going to do a show and then it ended up not being able to happen due to unforeseen circumstances. But then, um, the next week, we recorded an interview with Kyle Snyder. Um, And we know that the audio got a little messed up the first time around. um, But it has been fixed. Everyone, please go listen to um, that Kyle Snyder interview. It is incredibly good. Um, Sam didn't Sam did such a great job, dude. You did really awesome on Thanks. that interview.
0: Kyle made it really easy. He's a, he's a great guest.
1: Kyle Snyder's awesome. He has some really, really excellent thing to say.
0: Definitely. And that everyone what, really what, needs to hear. What were some of your favorite parts,
1: June? I'm not going to spoil it, actually. Everyone just <laughs> – we'll uh, talk about me, it. Give
0: me, like, one one little thing. It I, It shouldn't be spoiled for anybody that's listening to this. They should have already listened.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: pause pause this episode and go listen to krauss nine and then come back and see what Jude's favorite things are. All right, yeah. tell me now.
1: My favorite thing um was definitely I tweeted this, but it was, you know, how transparent he was um with you about, you know, his his faith journey and how, how that helped him to be a better wrestler. Um and he was really clear about saying, um, you know, it took me being devoted and committed to jesus christ um for me to reach this next level in my wrestling um which was which it was so cool to hear um i'm gonna pull up the tweet that um that we were talking about i can't remember where it was
0: i think you said something to the effect of you liked when he said you had to be 100 percent in or 100 percent out
1: that was it that was it he said and then, something. Yeah, yeah yeah go ahead he said uh he kyle said to sam you know, that you have f- for for christianity you know what jesus demands is that you are either a hundred percent in you hot. are all in on jesus you're hot um or you're cold or you're you're cold and you are not um or it's it's all it's all or nothing you know you bet all the chips." That was kind of a weird thing to say. Let me find out what. It, <laughs> in Revelation it said,
0: um, "Lukewarm, I spit you out," and that's kind of what came to my mind when, when he said that. Guys,
1: you're in or you're out, and Kyle Snyder 100% believes that, um, and he is, and uh, it was clear to to me that he strives every day to be in. You know, he strives every day to to live his life for Christ. So. It's a very, very cool thing. And I'm really glad that we were able to give him a platform to talk about this. Um, it makes me really it makes me really happy. I totally agree.
0: Uh, and this kind of transitions well into our first question from um, our favorite listener, Wrestler Never Dies of the Cat fan. Wrestler Never Dies. Go ahead and read that one, Jude.
1: Oh, me. Yeah, you. Okay. He says, is your Hodge prediction... You're f- the same as your first pick in fantasy leagues. Well, who's your Hodge prediction? Oh, man. Ah. So my first pick in my fa- in the fantasy was Seth Gross.
0: Well, who's your Hodge prediction? My Hodge prediction... Basically, Zaheed Spencer, or Seth.
1: I think Mark Hall has a shot.
0: Sure, because Mark Hall bonuses everybody.
1: Okay. Alright. Yeah, I would you know what, wrestler? I think I think Seth Gross. I think he's the same Yeah yeah. He's yeah. the same. I, I agree.
0: Um I it all depends though. What if Suriano
1: comes in? You know what? Then it'll be a little harder. <laughs>
0: it will be a little harder, but if Just he a beats, little bit. If he beats Suriano, that's that's there's that much more of a contention for him to if he be the tilts,
1: if he tilts Suriano. If he I wouldn't be surprised Nick Soriano, then he might get the Hodge
0: <laughs> yeah I would not be surprised
1: yeah so that's you know what I think yes I think the answer to that question is yes um, let's see oh wrestler never dies of the cafe it says Jude got a new practice partner at the NLWC over the weekend how does this change your 2020 team predictions uh, he's referring to Kyle Snyder um, Sam has a poster of him in the background yeah oh, please, well, please I did look. not mean to open yeah. files Give me a two seconds. Um, So, yeah, I actually am like best buds with Kyle Snyder. Uh, Uh, We played dodgeball together. He's a great guy. I'm hopefully going to see him later today. Um, Let's see. I think that he's going to the NLWC to train with David um, because I think he's going to go up. Or not Kyle. I mean, because I think Jaden's going to go up. Um, it doesn't make sense to me why, uh, if Kyle knew that Jaden, if Kyle knew what weight Jaden was going to go, um, it doesn't make sense for Kyle to stay with Jaden if he's going up. Does that make sense? Like, yeah,
0: but I, I don't think it had anything to do with, um, him knowing where Jaden was going because Jaden said, I'm not, when I, when I figured out, I'm telling everybody. Right. Um, so so the fact that we don't know makes me think that Snyder doesn't know and Jaden doesn't, doesn't know. Doesn't know. Um, well,
1: I think that, um, you know, I think that Kyle and, and David are likely going to be they're probably going to be talking about how to beat Jaden Cox. You know, that's that's going to be something that they is go it's going to be discussed that they're yeah. gonna to have to you know they're going to be yeah, training yeah. partners and they're going to be um, teammates and this so they want each other to, to make the team um well answer the man's question how does this change your 2020 team predictions what I what I'm saying is that it's going to better prepare either David Taylor or Kyle Snyder to wrestle uh, Jaden Cox so it it'll likely make it harder for Jaden to make the team is what I, I think. Okay. Okay. Um So I think I think it, it lessens Jaden's chances is what I'm gonna say. What do you think Sam? I,
0: I would agree. Um I I have to say I think Jaden's going down um for the purpose of Sajulayev Yeah I think, I think he thinks he has a better chance of David and
1: Yazdani than Sajulayev. I think – I think re, – Didn't remember he said something to the effect of – Legacy. Legacy and what's yeah. a bigger legacy, beating the the pound-for-pound pound number one and the pound-for-pound pound number, I don't know, three or four. It used, used to be two, but I think it's like – It used two. to be two. Beating Sajulayev and Kyle Snyder or beating David Taylor and Yazdani, who is – what's going to make a better, better legacy? And I think it would be going going up, right? Kyle right. Snyder yeah, has yeah. more um he has more credentials than David does and he it has far more um you know overseas experience than David Taylor does or I wouldn't say far more but you know he's wrestled in uh I don't know four times the amount of of world and olympic tournaments than David has so he has he's more of a uh, a veteran when it comes to uh, the world and Olympic scene, so I think that Jaden going up, that, yeah, I think that's harder, and I think that's what he wants. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, no one knows. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, I and I'm glad Jaden said that because it makes my mind be at ease that he said when when I know, you will all know. Yeah. So
1: I think it's this is definitely something that he's putting a lot of thought into and. Um, and it should. I mean, that's a weird. <laughs> what if he's actually just like just throws a dart at a board? He's like, whoosh, whoosh, and he's like, all right, I guess that what what wait I'm gonna go. I mean,
0: I literally think it's that close of a decision. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, we'll know sh- we'll know shortly. Yes, we will. Okay, Dominic Deputy asked three questions, and I got to hang out with Dominic Deputy uh, last weekend at the Lock Haven. Tournament. he's a great guy he's awesome guys you need to go check out his podcast wrestling recess uh it's with sponsored by pa power him and dyson Gould do a really great job
0: and check out his article on HMAWrestling.com.
1: man all these plugs you guys are lucky <laughs> we're good pluggers um so we asked uh he said you have an the outstanding performance by mason gibson how does this impact america a little bit of old news but you know mason gibson uh He's a beast. Eighth grade, Super 32 champ. Yeah. Um, hey,
0: and I was predicting this from the that mm-hmm. week before before um, he was ever there. No one ever knew that he was a contender. He was like the 18th seed, and I said he's going to win this thing.
1: Sam, sure. Sam called it.
0: I was training uh, with him all week. That's why that's I was awesome. making such a big deal about it. That's awesome.
1: So how does this impact America? Uh...
0: More inspiration to kids like me for wrestling yeah. high school and stuff like you know, that. I
1: think I think that's the biggest thing: encouraging kids who are that good to go up to high school as opposed to staying back in junior high. I know that in Pennsylvania, uh, there's a A championship who instead decided to stay back in junior high or like get held back eighth grade another year. So that they can wrestle um so they can get another junior high state championships and p- the the p j w junior high state championships that's the Pennsylvania right uh, it's it's one of the toughest junior high state championships out there. it's it's ridiculous. I,
0: I would venture to say the toughest I it's mean, really um, really it's ridiculous. so this year at super thirty two in my weight, um the first and second placers were two p a guys, and then um. Other weights there were PA one and two and three and it's it's just really insane what it is. Yeah,
1: it's extremely difficult, and um, and you know, the, the you think of guys who I'm not gonna say names, but there are guys who could have won AAA states this year that instead decided to stay back in junior high, um, and there's guys that who could have placed. In in um, in PIAA, the Pennsylvania High School State Tournament, who decided to stay back for the sake of getting another junior high title. And you know, okay. is
0: uh, there is there a way as an eighth grader to wrestle uh, high school states in PA?
1: Not in Pennsylvania, but you know, okay. in yeah uh, Minnesota, where Mark Hall won. It's six. like that in Tennessee. <laughs>
0: In yeah. Tennessee, if you go to the middle school for the, for that school, uh, you get to wrestle in the high school state. Sadly, my high school doesn't have a middle school, so I won't be able to do mm. that. But, That's a bummer. Um, you, could, you can do that in Tennessee. I was hoping that, because I was thinking maybe Mason Gibson will wrestle high school. Mm. Hey, um, how high did Mack Church place at states last year?
1: Uh, I don't know. Let me look it up. You keep talking. Okay. That's the next uh, question.
0: I was just gonna say that because um, Mason Gibson beat him in like overtime last year, and I know Mac Church made the Akron finals, and
1: that's uh, good. he might have taken second at uh, at PJW's.
0: And Mason Gibson just beat him like thirteen to two at um, at Super Thirty Two in the in the quarters, I think it is. So, so
1: Matt, me and Mac totally were in that. the same youth. We were in the same like sixth grade states bracket really i lost in the semis and he was in the op- he won in the opposite semis um we both lost to nico Taddy. Mm. that's a throwback um let me look this up not upcoming uh
0: i'll just ask the ne- next question from the yeah Tom. you keep going um and this one's super therapy related as well uh pa rolled through the field the high school in the high school is in the high school division what stood out to you the most and why who would you have liked to see wrestle and which champions would have been great matches if they were the same weight hmm so the first question is what stood out to you the most and why um from pa the high school division everything obviously mason gibson and then uh nijen house i think is how you pronounce it um is nine house i think anyway Those were two PA guys that really impressed me. And then two more, um, Nick Buzakis just moved to PA, and he won. Lachlan McNeil from SEM won. I mean, PA
1: took so many belts home. Dude, we had over 1,300 points at Super 32. Was that
0: across the 11-under middle school and high school? High school.
1: Just high school.
0: Just high school? Gosh, that's a so much.
1: We ran away with it. The next closest was like 500 or 800 or something. Wow. It was not close. <laughs> wow. Um, let's see, PJW State.
0: Tennessee did fairly well Junior in middle high. school. Compared, yeah? Compared to what they've done in the past. I think they took like 8th or something. That's awesome. We used to be in like the 20s or whatever. We had a champ uh, this year. The yeah. weight below um, me. He won a belt and that was really cool. Um all right, so the next question in that one question from deputy um said who would you have liked to see wrestle? Um I mean that's the same as the next question. Which champions would have been great matches if they were the same weight. Um I Williams
1: Buzakis would be sick.
0: That would be so cool. Because Williams think, is the clutch kid. Eventually. I need to uh who is the thirteen champ? That was uh now I'm blanking.
1: Uh I don't remember. I know last year
0: Last year it was uh Figueroa when he moved
1: mm-hmm.
0: up. He beat Greg Diakamalos, who was running around the tournament. I'm not sure why he was there. Yeah. He was a super uh,
1: Oh, okay, I just found out the answer. Mac Church uh he won junior high states last year. Okay, he uh, was in the eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. Yeah. He Okay. He beat the kid in the finals three to two. Okay. Um, And then went and made an Akron final. Um, Man. Sorry, we're a little distracted here. (laughs) Um, Hey, uh, I want to say this
0: real quick while we're on the Mason Gibson side. Um, The high school he's going to, Forest Hills, is going to be the next Franklin Regional. Yeah. It is going to be so, so good.
1: It is, Dude. Four Souls is really good, and there's really, I, really great Four Souls kids.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean Mason Gibson's going there. Errington, freshman state champ, is there. Eric Gibson, Mason's older brother, who, uh, real quick, I want to say he competed in one CrossFit event, and this is kind of the the um, genetics well, of the kids yeah. their hard work, and everything. Um, I don't, I don't, don't want to say just genetics because that would discredit. Uh, their hard work but he competed in one CrossFit event and did so well he is now ranked 4th in the <laughs> world in the world in the world oh my CrossFit. gosh
1: yeah they are specimens i remember like what the first year he ever i remember the first year he wrestled and he took 3rd at like youth states in, in PA and it like blew my mind i was like what the heck <laughs> um yeah, they're like incredible. i, I you like you see freaks like that. Not like f- freak freaks sounds bad, but like uh, from it yeah, where yeah. they can pick where they can start wrestling the first year and place in states.
0: Like and that they is love
1: it so much. Mm-hmm. It's, it's incredible. It. And then and then he went on a tear and just won state title after state at state title and it's tough. Yeah. They're really, really good wrestlers. Um all right. Our last question is JB Colad. He says, "I saw several guys beat ranked opponents only to then get knocked out of Constellation by unranked guys. Also, guys losing by one point to the eventual finalist only to be knocked out later by some random dude. So, how much does or should Super 32 influence rankings? Uh, if you win Super 32, it should influence your ranking." Uh, okay, if you win like a loaded bracket, it should influence it a lot. Because okay,
0: Something Willie said real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this from you. um ah. Willie said something that I really loved. He said, "I don't care if you win a tournament. I don't care if you DNP in a tournament. I'm ranking you based off of who you beat and who you lost to. Mm-hmm. So if you win Super 32 and beat the number three guy, then you should be number three. And if you beat the number two guy, and I'm obviously with some um." Obviously, with some exceptions, right. But but still, um, it is incredible if you win the Super Thirty Two bracket.
1: Right. Yeah. It's just such a grind. You know, sometimes you have to have eight or nine matches to make the finals. You know, monster brackets with tons and tons of ranked guys. Um, winning Super Thirty Two is an it's an amazing accomplishment. Um hey, Corey
0: Land was the one thirteen champ. Uh at Super Thirty Two, if he wrestled Mason Gibson, going back to um Dom Deputy's question, if he um if he wrestled Mason Gibson, that would be a really cool one.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. Um Man what, what was I saying? I can't remember.
0: Uh we were talking about c 2 and rankings and everything.
1: I don't know how to rank people. <laughs> that's why we don't do rankings. Well maybe um, we
0: will uh go to rankings one day.
1: Maybe. I don't I feel like that's best suited for other people. Um but you know as a wrestler it says a lot to be able to nav to navigate through such a huge bracket and to to compete at a very high level consistently. Um you know, it it's something to be proud of, and it's something to be valued. Um, so that's really all I have to say about it.
0: It it is a a very prestigious and and big tournament, and so if you place high in that, you should you really should get um, awarded high. Mhm.
1: Yeah. Okay, Sam Herring. Do we have any other things that we would like to talk about, or questions to ask, um, or anything uh, I, of that I, nature? I I don't
0: think so. I want to correct myself real quick. Corey Land was the guy that Madison Gibson wrestled in the finals. Um, the brackets were so big it confused me. Um, Jacob Rivera won 113. Nice. So um,
1: I, was I have off. a question for you, Sam. How was trick-or-treating last night on the spookiest day of the year?
0: It was fun. I'm going to um, get mad at Willie if I ever talk about talk to him again for uh, talking about how stupid Halloween is. Dude, that you is the I, worst you know take I've heard of my life. You know who I dressed up as? Who, Sam? Ben Shapiro. Nice! <laughs> people, people would ask me who I am, and i say, that's just absolutely asinine. You don't understand who I am. I'll I, and I would give you three hints. One, if we uh, enact socialism in our country, this world will come to an end immediately. The second hint is, uh, facts don't care about your feelings at all. And the third hint is, my wife's a doctor, okay?
1: My, hey, everyone, my wife's a doctor, okay? My wife's a doctor. Yeah. Um, so it was that's really awesome.
0: And so I'm going to tell Willie that it can be fun, and just because you can get candy wherever you want, doesn't mean it's not fun.
1: I have this mental image of, like, eight-year-old Willie. <laughs> and he j- but he, like, looks exactly the same as Willie now. Just with the, the head like on the exact like the head's like a bobblehead. Like walking into the the candy store and he's like, Happy Halloween, I'm gonna go buy myself some candy. Yeah. So weird, man. It's a bad take. Sorry, right. Wills.
0: I-, I think we're gonna wrap it up at our Halloween
1: takes. Yeah. I didn't go trick or treating yet yesterday because I had wrestling practice.
0: Nice. Grinder. That's how it goes. I wish I did. I wish I did. Anyway, um, we'll see you guys next time. Hopefully we'll have some, some good interviews coming for you soon. Yeah. Um, just to tease something, I'm working on interviewing Scott Green and Bo Bartlett back to back and Ooh, that, back to back. Yep. Uh, real quick shout out to Ryan Warner. He's been helping me out a lot. I've been talking to him. So, uh, shout out to him at wrestling. Change my life. Go check him out. Yeah. Yeah. Until next time,
1: guys. Yeah, guys. Hey, uh, one last thing. Sorry. If you have an article for us, if you write us an article, um, and you would like it to be f- featured on our website, dude. Ladies, gentlemen, send one in. We would love to to give people a chance to tell their wrestling stories and to and to talk about how wrestling impacted their life.
0: HMATvantage
1: um, at gmail.com. HMAD at Gmail dot com. You can oh, also yeah. you can also DM us. Um You know, at HMA Wrestling on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah. Shout out to our
0: contact us page. So beautiful. Uh, It's really nice. It is nice.
1: Uh, thank you to our sponsor Tony Rotundo. Man, Tony does so much for us guys. He's (laughs) without him, this podcast would barely be off the ground. Um, he's a really, really great guy. Really, really appreciate all that he does for us. Uh, go check out his website, wrestlersorwarriors.com. He takes photos. Like that. That's the sound of his camera. <laughs> Snapping photos. Sam-, <laughs> Sam gave me a very disappointed look. He did not like that. All right, guys. Go check out his photos. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Home at Advantage Wrestling Podcast. We will have more interviews and more content and more wrestling and more t- takes and more uh, other stuff it'll be delightful um, and big big news coming soon too big news coming stay soon tuned. stay tuned jinx Jinx. all right cut See this one dude bye